Welcome back to the Broad Street Mentors Podcast. My name is Adam Dan, Ethan Lovaditis, and Michael Formalos, directly to my left, for our first ever live podcast. This is, uh, this is something else, boys. So this is real. Yeah, this is, this is legit now. And the so. last one for a while. Yeah. Is it? In person. In person. Oh, person. Yeah. yeah, in person, yeah. That is true. So, make it the first one, and the last one for a while. But yeah. we're going to enjoy it. So, it's going to be great. About a week ago, we recorded a giant podcast about the entirety of the AFC and gave our rankings for each division and talked about every single team. And that podcast took a really long time. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So if you're, if you're here and you got through the first one, we appreciate you. Um, but now we go on to the NFC in a division which, while maybe the overall top-heavy talent um, of the AFC isn't there, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the amount of uh, contenders for the bottom-level spots that come out of this. And so we have an exciting division on our hands, for sure. So where do we want to start, boys? Start I think we started with the south. No, we started. With we started with the east. East. Let's go east, south, west. No. East, north, south, west. East should be last. East should be last. And then. Okay. South, north, west, east. South, north, south, west, north, west. So the opposite is not having on my screen. Yep. All right. Okay. South. Uh, bad division. Awful division. Well, this is a division. With a lot of potential and a lot of young, <laughs> very talented. No, this this probably will be a bad division. <laughs> um, but I I do think there are at least one, if not two, teams in here that you know potentially we're looking at um, as sneaky in an NFC that we talked about as as competitive as this. So we want to dive right in. We we did this in our AFC podcast. We went. From best team to worst team in order with our records, and then we'll go and we'll talk about every single team. So, you want to start? No, you can start. You want me to start? Okay. All right. So, I have the Atlanta Falcons at 9-8, winning the division. I have the Carolina Panthers at 8-9. They are the seventh seed. I have... The New Orleans Saints at seven and ten, and yeah. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at five and twelve. Very fair. Okay, I have winning the division at ten and seven. The Panthers. Um, then all the other teams are not good. Um, so I have New Orleans and um, Atlanta both at seven and ten. But I guess they would have the tiebreaker. They're still the ten seed. They're not making the playoffs. And I have. Uh, Tampa at 6-11. There you go. I have the Panthers at 10-7 winning the division. I'm absolutely hammered on the Panthers' full aid. Um, then run second, I have New Orleans going 8-9 and nine at the 8th seed in the NFC, just missing out on playoffs as another 8-9 and nine team actually will end up as the set of wild card later <laughs> in the video. Um, 12, and then third, I have Falcons going 6-11. It could be 7-10. There's a lot of toss-up games. I don't think they won a single game on the road this year. And then just running up the back, Tampa Bay, four and thirteen, they're terrible. 
Not awful. Where do we want to start? South Carolina. I think we're all pretty team that they're going to be good. That's the only consensus pick we have. South Carolina will be in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. Bryce Young was definitely the most pro-ready quarterback of any quarterback in this draft class. I mean, so you're gonna you're gonna hurt your boy there. Well, situation situationally for sure, he's gonna much yeah. better. Yeah. Like he has an offensive head coach. He has yeah. competent weapons. Yeah. At least. Uh, that's that's why I struggle though. Well, it's a. The that receiver is core true. isn't wonderful. You have a veteran like you have Adam you have Shark. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's a it's like, awful thing. No. Shark. I mean Terrace Marshall, although I think he could just he did tear just it. ACL, Yeah. So. I mean a lot of I you know, I was not on the Mingo train of yeah, the pre draft hype in the second round, but there are a lot of people who were on the Mingo train. And when you look at a guy in that offense with that amount of athleticism who's going to probably be getting the amount of targets that he will be with Terrace Marshall out, you never know. But taking Hurst isn't that excited. Like, Hayden Hurst, she's, and she's fine. As a blocker in the run game, Hayden Hurst is incredible. Yeah, yeah I mean, also the so, O-line just isn't awful. At least yeah. you're looking at the tackles. Yeah. I mean, Akeem, you know, the first round pick last year, he was great this year. And you're yeah. looking at Taylor Morton on the right side. Yeah. I think that's great. And also, I think a little underrated move. I think Miles Sanders. Like, I mean, he's got yeah, some, uh, He's a solid running uh, back. We've uh, <laughs> gotten to watch a lot of Miles Sanders over the years, and what we can point to, I think, what we can attest to is, you know, his ability to create in space. Um, is questionable. Yeah, but I mean, you know, physically, he will be good. You know good and a presence, you know, you're getting pretty much four yards per carry, you know. I mean, last year, I mean, last year, five yards a carry. Yeah. It's not like you get, like, 12 yards. Yeah. You get 1,300 yeah. yards. Yeah. What worries us, us, yeah, I think what's concerning is the last time we saw Miles Sanders was in that <laughs> game. And, you know, be, kind of being relegated to the role that he was in the Super Bowl and then walking straight into this free agency and the amount of money he received, you know, as a running back, that's, it's tough to think about. But he will still be a serviceable weapon in the offense. And I'm excited to see him without the Eagles offensive line, legitimately. Because like, there'll be a lot to the outside running. Yeah. The interior of this Panthers old line isn't great, but I do think the tackles are good. Yeah. And yeah. as Adam attested to, as having Hayden Hurst at tight end, not bad. Now, I want to talk about this defense. Yeah. Because this defense is fun. It's a fun defense. Yes. I mean, that is the defensive line. Um, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, they are young and talented. You've got J.C. Horn at corner. Their safety group is fun. Like, Jeremy Chin is just a Swiss Army knife. Von Bell is awesome. Like, they're just, they're so well-rounded. And then on top of that, they bring in from Denver their defensive coordinator. Yeah. Whose name I forget how to pronounce, but he is um, awesome. Um, and so now bringing that group together and what was already a really talented group last year, I feel like you just have a really solid foundation. Yeah. Um, the offense can do enough to win them football games, and you know their strength can be in the trenches of that defense. Yeah. And to be honest, um, with the Panthers or whoever picks whoever for the division, I'd say their record's kind of going to be padded by the quality of the division. Yes, definitely. Like, 
like put them in like probably the AFC North or West, and they're like a eight win team, eight Back. or seven win team. But I mean, they're the best of the worst. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and I mean, you're looking at a team that's early. Yeah. They're, they're, they're still like this is like the last. Yeah, this would be a, re- what yeah. their rebuilding yeah, stage yeah. is. But they're lucky that they're gonna have what they should have is some playoff experience at the yeah. end of this year. Yeah. And I mean, I'm thinking the next couple of years, this team's probably going to run through yeah. the NFC South completely, actually being like a good yeah. team where yeah. you put them in any other division, they'd still be a good team. Yeah. You know, a couple of years from now, I can say this team is super yeah. better probably, yeah. depending on how Bryce Young's development goes. And we're talking about the entire entirety of the NFC when we talk about, you know, if you put them in the AFC North, if you put them in the AFC West, all of these, you know, ladder teams. Yeah, there is a lot of men. And so, and that results from the changing of the old guard. We had the Brady Bucks, we had the Stafford Rams, we had the Rodgers Packers, and we don't have that anymore. Russell Wilson Seahawks, you know, we can go on and on and on. We don't have these staples necessarily anymore. It's really the only two, the only two teams that I think anybody can be sure on this season coming from the NFC are both coming from the NFC East. I agree. I yeah. completely agree. The two best teams yeah. in the NFC are in the same division. Yep. And I'm glad you have that take because I mean, are we are we still doing bold predictions at the end? We're, we're gonna get there. <laughs> we're I guess. gonna get there. I don't know because that's a fun one. But right. we're heading up north. Where are we going? Um, this is another weird. This it's not it's not not nearly as bad I'd say in totality, but it's also kind of not. Are we still talking about the rest of the teams in the NFC? Oh, NFC, NFC South. South. Um, Oh, Falcons. See, we have to talk about the Falcons. Falcons. I think, I mean, this is a see. This, uh, is just, this could be such a hit or miss team. I mean, you're talking about a team that. Had a decent offense last year. They were just like oh, so overall average. They made some moves, you know. Obviously, bringing Bijan Robinson, you know, other guys like Calais Campbell. You know, AJ Terrell is going to develop a little bit. You bring in Jeff Akuda and Jesse Bates and the defense. There are a lot of low risk, high reward moves in my opinion. Yep. I don't know if that's enough to put this team over the hump. I mean, my biggest problem with them is quarterback. Yep. We bring in Taylor Heineke. He's oh, he's been average, you know, his whole yep. career, which is fine. But then I don't. He's not starting. They have Desmond Ritter starting at quarterback. And if you watched any of our draft content last year, even though I hate Desmond Ritter, I think he's awful at football. And I think that his play last year showed it. But whatever, people just won't believe me. They're gonna they're gonna have to see it the same way I was right about Mac Jones. I my my I mean, you all know because we've had you know pre discussions to all of this. You all know how I feel about the Atlanta Falcons, and that is. Very excited about what I think is an incredibly talented group of skill position players on the offensive side. Where? Drake London, Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts has improved when he can be a consistent tight end in the NFL. Matt Savage, Drake London, and that receiver. The athleticism Collins, of Scotty this Miller, offense. Josh Ollie, and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. The athleticism of this right? offense. Can you tell me about J.J. Arcega-Whiteside and how he improved as a wide receiver? The athleticism of this offense. Should be absolutely incredible. I like their offensive line. I like pieces on there. I I just I think if this offense could function the way it did under Arthur Smith with Marcus Mariota, I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to have to do too much. I really don't. And with this overall strength of this division, well, as we look at it, much. he's not good. I don't think he's going to have to do yeah. anything. He didn't I have mean, to I just, what and I think the same. About, I think the same about Heineke. I think they're, you know, they would both have to be Mariota levels of bad for this team yeah. to be a, I don't know, 
six, seven, sub five hundred roster. I just don't so think. I don't I think. Just, I don't see it. I honestly I don't, don't see it. I don't see the offense the way you do. Yeah. I think that's yeah. how you trade Bunny and John Robinson. There's nobody. I. I mean, you're still looking at Drake London as a possible question mark. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, like he was good last year, yeah, but I mean, like, he wasn't that good. He was, to be honest, he would be a much better wide receiver, too. Yes. And he's just the product of getting way more targets because there's nobody else on the team. He's a still a good player. Yeah, but, like, Bijan, I assume, is going to probably have, like, 1,700 at the absolute least scrimmage yards. And we've seen what Arthur Smith can do with a number one running back. Yeah. And a competent offensive line. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think like, it is a competent offensive line. I, at least in the interior. I mean, Chris Lindstrom's fine. Chris Lindstrom is incredible. He's a pro bowler. Yeah. yeah. All right, fine. I'm looking at the rest of the team. Yeah. 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 Is incredible. We'll see what the rookie does, but they took him in the second round, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we'll see the potential there. I just, and I don't mind their defense as much as I did last year either. I think the That's addition fine. of Calais Campbell to their pass rush, Jesse Bates is awesome. Um, you know, I hope Okuda took a little step, I mean, not Okuda. Uh, Terrell? Terrell took a little step back last year. Um, he wasn't as elite as he was the year previous, but still I think he dealt with injuries throughout the season. I am hopeful that he's the same, and we'll see what happens with Akuda and the second chance that he's being gifted. You know, as a top three pick. So I just I love the upside. I see in them what I saw just two years ago in my own Philadelphia Eagles as oh a. My God. <laughs> <laughs> It's a team with a lot of young, athletic talent, and a good head coach. Should we move on to the Saints? We can move on. Just for, for insanity, yeah. Um, I'm probably underselling the Saints. They probably are like, they're the most 8-19 and 19 probably in the conference. They're just there. Yep. Like, Derek Carr is that. Yeah. Their receiving core is good, I guess, but Michael Thomas, I what's actually, happening? I don't He's mind their receiving. Yeah, I like Alave a lot. Yeah. They had... Kamara's going to be suspended for a few games, but they have Jamal Williams. They like, had, their wide receiver, too, was a guy who broke out um, throughout the latter half of last season. Trayvon Smith? Not Trayvon Marcos Smith. Callaway? No, not Marcos Callaway. Okay, Who's uh, on the depth chart? Rashid Shahid. Yes, Rahid, Rashid Shahid is the guy who I'm thinking about. Yeah, and he had he had a really really solid latter half of of 2022, and I think they're looking at him as another guy to step up. So I agree that it's shallow, but I don't think it's as shallow as maybe in maybe last year. Even. I mean, looking at it, I mean, I think like it's competent. Yeah. But that's that's all I can say. Yeah. Like, I'm more worried about their defense, and their defense is a year older, and took a step back last year, especially in the secondary. Yeah. Um, and they've dealt with injuries consistently throughout the entire past couple of years. It's yeah. a lot of what we think about um, when we think about the Titans' defense, yeah. and we think about the regression that they could possibly have just because you know another year older. These guys that keeps happening, um, but unlike Titans' off defense, they don't have the cushion of just having Mike Frabel there and having an incredible scheme. 
it's Dennis Allen, and I don't think Dennis Allen it's has like, been <laughs> incredible at any point um, throughout his coaching career. He did not show it last year, that's for sure. Um, I think that if this is a Sean Payton team, I would have confidence in them winning eight or nine games. Just, yeah, I mean, I, if, I think you guys can agree with me if I say this. If you're looking at eighteen team as the highest ceiling yeah. in the NFC South, it's definitely the Saints. I disagree. I agree. I agree, but I also think they have the lowest floor. If like, because like, like, if things go right for, for what they think they can do, they could then win like, the division. Then they can win the division and like easily have win double digit games. I think that's still Atlanta. I think. <laughs> I, I think the Saints also win four games if things go really well. Yeah, I think that's Atlanta. Like Derek Carr is a. Derek <laughs> has been a serviceable, competent, above-average quarterback who may have yeah. slid down to the average, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo tier at this yeah. point in his career. But still, yeah, you, can, you can win with Derek Carr. Okay. I mean, you look at running back, Alvin Kamara suspended for the first few games. Jamal Williams. 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 Jamal Williams is a dog. a bajillion touchdowns because yeah. it was a red zone guy. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you'll be fine. You have, Thomas, you have Kendra Miller from yeah. TCU. He's awesome. He's going. I mean, Michael Thomas, if he's healthy, then, you know, obviously it's Michael Thomas. It but obviously has, has the capabilities of being elite, but we haven't seen that in three-plus years. Three years. Yeah, I mean, I like Chris Olave. Um, yeah, tight ends are a really weird question mark, but I love the O-line on this team. But, I, I like, but again, think it's been consistently good. Another year older, yeah. but I still think it's a really solid O-line. I think okay. you really look here at and Adams right, this is the defense, it's a big problem. The defensive line's compelling because they have a lot is. of young guys. Yeah. See, they got Brzee and Foskey, who I, yeah. both, who I like both of them coming out. Yeah. Cam Jordan's still going to put up like double data sacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, if you think if you look at the secondary, I'm secondary saying, is shaky. It's shaky, but like it's also good. Yeah, it could be good. Not, like, if, as long as they stay healthy, it's a good secondary. I like Paulson Dano. Yeah. Marshawn Lattimore's been consistent, Pro Bowl, you know. All pro caliber player. When is the last time Marshawn Lattimore played a full season? Two years ago. Yeah. But if he can stay healthy, then that works, right? Yeah. I mean, even if he doesn't stay healthy, Bradley Roby's a serviceable average corner. How old is Bradley Roby? 29, 28. Are you sure? Yeah. He's been in the NFL. Okay. I don't think. He's 30. Okay. That's around the same age. But I, I like the safety group. I mean, Honey Badger obviously took a bit of a step back, but he still was good last year, yeah. I think. Marcus May, not on the Jets, is good. Mar- Marcus May on the Jets, I thought was good. I thought yeah, he was exactly. a solid sign. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, I truly think if there's a team that's going to, like, really take a step up and, like, win a lot more games than expected, it's going to be New Orleans. I think a team that can win, like, double-digit games, so I'm talking about, like, even 11 or 12 games. If things really go right, but it, like... Right now, like there's too many question marks, so like yeah. they have to. It's it's a lot similar to what I did with the Jets. It's, yeah. There's so many question marks and like how it's gonna work. So eight and nine. I just eight, I think I agree they have the highest ceiling. I just I disagree they have the lowest floor. I think even if everything falls down, I think they're the team that they were last year. Yeah. Which well, is maybe, like, yeah, maybe maybe yeah, it's yeah. because I mean the next yeah. team, which yeah. I don't really have much to say, but Tampa Bay is just kind of bad. Um. Yeah. I don't think they're as awful as y'all are thinking. I, I think, I think they still the, have the majority of the infrastructure that they had right. when they were good. Like uh, Mike, like I know it, it, a lot of like a lot of the teams got older, like Alante David, Mike yeah. Evans, and the offensive line's kind of shaking around. I know they, Shaq Mason's gone, but I have one six and eleven. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not like yeah. beating the drum for the box, but yeah. I mean, they can win anywhere. Though, like 
I feel like we are kind of overstating, like most teams, like I'm, I'm just going to say it, most teams that Michael gives like four or three wins usually win like five or six. Just because that's the nature of the league, just teams win more games, win weird games more yeah, than exactly. they should. Like, like, like I'm pretty sure the NFC South last year was Tampa eight and nine, and the rest were seven and ten. Yeah, yeah. and so some like, of those teams were like just random weird ways. Yeah, in there. we were seeing. Like I'm not picking Tampa Bay to beat yeah. Kansas City. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like it could happen. Yeah, but I don't think it will. Now, where I disagree with you with Tampa Bay is I think while they do have that same structure where they won eight games Todd Bowles is awful and I as awful as Byron Leftwich is the guy who they hire as their OC was another Bulls guy so it's just like what, what's what's where you're gonna yeah what's gonna change nothing um, gonna change I yeah. think the biggest problem is when you have so many question marks of an offensive coordinator yeah and then you look at the quarterback room and the fact that anybody on this planet was in a quarterback battle with Kyle Trask in 2023 yeah. Baker's a starter they got announced the starter they as cool they took it to week three of the preseason yeah that's a really bad question mark and if you go back and look at you know. 2021 draft tape with me and Ethan talking about it. I loved Kyle Trask. He's been absolutely horrendous. In any he's, NFL just, he's, got. he's been awful yeah. in the preseason. The couple of snaps I've seen him take yeah. in the NFL, he's been terrible. I mean, it's love, just the love size. Florida. It's just the size. The size is just bad. And it's, it's what I'm going to talk about with Brock Purdy. Whoa. Oh, no. Um, Brock Purdy is the no. Brock Purdy is <laughs> So much different. When you not have quarterback, <laughs> oh my god! I'm not obviously. I have Brock Purdy in a very different group than Kyle Trask. But when you have a quarterback who can do some of these things at the NCAA level, um, with and the decision making and the throws you're trying to make at a certain size versus at the NFL level, it's going to be a different adjustment. But it that's what Brock that, Purdy and well, Brock Purdy has Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, Brock that's Purdy has Kyle Shanahan. Brock Purdy wasn't good in college. His last Brock, year, Brock Purdy was Mr. fine. Brock Purdy was at the last pick in the seventh round. Brock, Brock, he was Brock Purdy good. got picked Brock at the end Purdy of May. Barely, but I'm just saying. Like, and the year before that, he was heavily hyped at Iowa State for that one as, at the beginning of the yes. season. He wasn't good. I mean, you, you cannot tell me. Brock Purdy in college and Kyle Trask in college aren't the same person. Like, no, I'm not telling you they're the same person. But I'm telling you they're very similar prospects in their limitations. Because Kyle Trask is the highest. I'm not Devontae. I'm not comparing them. I'm not comparing them in talent. I am saying they're very similar in their limitations. Okay, because Kyle Trask. Yes. And I say this to the guy that was the Heisman winner. If yes. If Devontae Smith no, not have the most ridiculous wide receiver season I've seen in so long. I've well, wasn't. Wasn't there was an Alabama quarterback who was in that race too? I'm not acknowledging him. I, I think he was like a top fifteen. Yeah, pick. He yeah, he was. He was I think he was all right. I think actually some picked him to win the Heisman. Yeah, <laughs> but also let's 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 use the thought process here. If Devontae Smith isn't that good, that means Mac Jones isn't that good. That year, so 
I that means there was the two on that team, but John Mechie. Yeah. Freshman John Mechie. Freshman John Mechie. Waddle. Waddle. He done the tour of the tour of the tour of Still went top five, top ten. Just get hit with the reek. Me Millie. Cause we in the field with them bird like we play for the Eagles. I'm on probation, so let me not talk with the legal. Switch it up.